Welcome to Tropeful, a podcast taking a look at how trope influences our understanding of our texts. I'm Cantor David Reinwald, and this week, we are taking a look at a significant passage in this week's Haftarah for Parashat Yitro. Thanks for joining in. So I will say that this week's Torah portion is one of the most significant portions to look at from the tropeful perspective. And I went back to my archives and I saw that it has been five, yes, five years since I last talked about this portion. I don't know how that is possible, but that would take me back to pretty much toward the beginning of this podcast in its history, and yes, it is well worth it if you haven't explored this portion from the Torah perspective. I've linked the episode from 5777, that's five years ago, on the tropeful.net website post for this week, Parashat Yitro. It will take you back in the description. Just look toward the bottom of it. You'll find the link there. Below the recording for this week, you'll find the link that will take you back to the post and the podcast episode where I talked a lot about the Torah perspective. And that episode will give you a thorough understanding of why this portion is so important from the perspective of the trope and how the trope connects with the most essential component of this week's portion, which is in the Torah, the Ten Commandments. However, I was really curious to look at this week's Haftarah, as I find it often interesting to see how the Haftarah stands next to the Torah portion. And this is true even on weeks when there isn't a quote-unquote superstar standout portion such as this one, including the Ten Commandments. While we sometimes find parallels in the Haftarah reflecting off the Torah portion, I was drawn to the famous verse in this week's Haftarah almost instantaneously. This week's Haftarah... It's Isaiah in the Sephardic tradition, which kind of encapsulates it a little bit smaller, actually quite a bit smaller, chapter 6, verses 1 through 13. The Ashkenazic tradition is uh, quite a bit larger, but we're going to look specifically at just two verses. We're going to focus in on chapter 6, verses 2 and 3. In the second verse, we read of the angels who surrounded King Uzziah following his death. There were six angels, two covering his face, two covering his legs, and then it notes that with two of the angels, he would fly. Perhaps this is noting something about the king's soul departing his body following his death. It leaves somewhat of a mystery before us, and much, much commentary has been noted trying to explain the actions of the angels in this verse. And if you didn't know... The symbolism of the angels remains with us until this moment today, for when we bow during the Kedushah, the third blessing of the Amidah prayers, we bow left, right, and center, representing the two angels in each direction. In a sense, we are noting that holiness surrounds us through our body motions, our prayer choreography. And it is in verse 3 where we get this incredibly well-known text, which is now a a very established, essential part of our liturgy. In the original Haftarah trope, it sounds as such. (laughs) 
Kadosh, Kadosh Adonai Tzivalot, Melochol Haaretz Kivodo. We are saying that the angels were calling one to another, saying, Kadosh, 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 Holy, Holy, Holy is Adonai Tzivaot, God fills the earth with glory. The power of these words is magnified for us when we sing them in our prayers and we elevate ourselves three times on our toes, making that sense of kadosh, the sense of being holy, one with ourselves, stemming from our toes touching the earth. When you connect deeply with the words, this really is an amazing thing to do. And it makes me ask the question, are we holy or is the earth holy or is this all one and the same? I'll let you think about that because it's all right there in the text. Kadosh, kadosh, kadosh. Holy, holy, holy is Adonai Tzavod. God fills the earth with glory. Now, in both our tradition and in the Christian tradition, where these words have been translated as sanctus, 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 a key component to the Christian Catholic mass, it seems like each of these three repetitions of the word holy are connected, but the trope interprets it otherwise. There is a mafsik, that line that separates words and it denotes a pause between the first two appearances of kadosh, so that the two tropes, which are normally connected as a phrase, have a separation. To remind you, back to the middle of verse 3. Kadosh! Kadosh! And then the final kadosh is connected to the phrase Adonai Tzivaot, perhaps to make a full statement. Holy is Adonai Tzivaot. This name given to God, the God of hosts, a much later used name for God that is only found in the prophets and not in the Torah. I will now chant that phrase for you now. Kadosh Adonai Tzivaot. Let's hear all three together once again. Kadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh Adonai Tzivaot. In the style which I chant Haftarah, the verse concludes with some basic text painting, allowing the descending trope on the word Haaretz to denote the direction toward the earth. A satisfying conclusion to this verse, I will say, sounds like this. The three separate instances of the tropes placed on the word kadosh in verse 3 seem to, to denote, at least for me, that these descriptions of holiness three times over are each a bit different from each other. Like the physical description of the angels surrounding King Uzziah, it seems to remind me that we find holiness surrounding us in very different circumstances and atmospheres. Like the angels at the king's face, sometimes we are very aware of the holy moments that are visible right in front of us. Like the angels at his feet, Sometimes we are placed into those situations, knowing or unknowing. And with the ones who lift him up, there are mysterious moments where we are lifted in ways to act as we must do 
or by forces that we cannot fully explain. We must embrace the mystery. Thank you for joining me for another week of looking at our texts in this unique fashion. I hope that you find moments to recognize the special and the holy surrounding you. And until next time, be tropeful. Mm-hmm.